Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. Welcome to Open Seating, the only podcast where we can't decide what our intro should be. My name's John. My name's Jordan, and welcome to the Quarantine Podcast. Ooh. 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 All right. Well, it is Sunday, March 15th. The Ides of March. Beware them. At Tubrute. We decided to actually uh, record this prior to 8 p.m. I'm pretty proud of us. Ew. Hey. We're getting a little bit better at this. Uh, all right. Man, I'm just going to jump right into it. Uh, this corona thing's been pretty crazy. So crazy. I mean, so my office uh, up to this point has not been closed. So I've been going in. Not to to not say where exactly we live. We are around Fort Worth. We've mentioned that we live in the DFW area multiple times. Right, but we're in we're in the DFW area, but we're we're closer to Fort Worth, right? We're uh, like ten to twenty minutes away from Fort Worth, depending on how f- much traffic there is on the freeway. Uh, and then I commute to Dallas. So if I have no, if I have all green lights, if I have no traffic whatsoever which really only happens if i'm driving at like 4 a.m or at 8 p.m uh then i can it's probably like a 45 minute drive on average though it for me it's like hour 15 hour and a half each way um so pretty far away so i commute in and uh it's just it's been wild no one's been on the roads which is fair because everyone's been self-quarantining or working from home uh up to this point we haven't had a formal work from home policy and now we are and it's it's kind of nice but now i'm trying to think like what i don't know it's it's just it's a crazy change i think it it is all i'm all i'm feeling right now uh thoughts and prayers go out to whoever is being actually thoughts and prayers who is actually impacted by the coronavirus um or people who are uh having to really self-quarantine for the sake of um those who are at risk and not wanting to spread it anywhere definitely take precautions uh but it's just it's it's wild to see the immediate reactions i say immediate relatively immediate compared to how other outbreaks have gone in the u.s and just how it's changing modern life like i've commuted for a little over five years and to now have the opportunity to work from home or even thinking about a world where I am going to be working from home, uh, like even even the possibility of a mandatory work from home policy for at least the short term is a crazy thought, especially since for my role, uh, I value face-to-face interactions so much to get my work done. I can get it done without that. It's not as if that's impossible, but it's just talking to someone face-to-face is so beneficial for so many things, for whether actual office like work projects but also just general social interactions so that you like the people you work with so that you're still comfortable working with these people like you don't realize how until you don't have it you don't realize how valuable that is and I know one thing that has come from uh some other people that i know that are work that have worked from home for long periods of time is you have to find an outlet where you're able to speak to other people because you don't you don't realize how much it affects you also to go without human contact, especially if you live alone. Thankfully, you and I we we're married. We live together. We have a dog, so we have yeah. we have some sort of uh, social interaction that we have just between us. But even we need to like just go drive for a bit and recognize that other people are living around us, <laughs> just to feel more comfortable. But it's wild to th- just for me personally to think about working from home um, even more than just like a day a week. So I'm a music teacher and we teach about, we, I teach three days a week, three afternoons a week. um, And the school districts around us, all around us have extended spring break by about two weeks, but our um, studio has decided to remain open during those two weeks, um, trying to provide a little normalcy for the kids um, because everything's getting so weird and screwed up and, um, also, I mean, we're 
I mean, we sanitize ourselves and all the pianos and all the rooms, all the doorknobs, everything in between lessons. Um, one of the owners, one of my bosses is a healthcare professional. She knows what to do. Um, some of the parents are choosing to take these next two weeks and just do makeup lessons later. Um, some of the parents are like, oh my God, please take my kid for 30 minutes. I just need 30 minutes. Um, and one thing that I'm learning is talk to the kids about it. Even though it's not showing to really have as much of an impact on children right now, I mean, their schedules are still getting messed up, even if the kids aren't getting the ones getting sick. Um, so if they've got questions, talk to them about it. They're hearing things on the news. They're hearing things from their friends. One of my youngest kids is a six-year-old little girl, and she came in on Friday, sat down, um, and she goes, did you hear there's a virus? I said, yeah, honey, did you get extra spring break because of that? She goes, yeah, two weeks. I said, well, how do you feel about that? And she sat there for a second. She just went, good, and then started banging on the piano. <laughs> um, so, you know, whether they're scared or whether they don't care, if they bring it up, don't change the subject. Just talk to them about it because they need they they need to talk about it like we do because it's confusing for them. It's just a really confusing time. They don't understand why mom and dad are so stressed out. They don't understand why they can't play with their friends, you know, for some of the the parents that are going super strict. I mean, we understand this is not like a snow day, you know, like, oh, yeah, let's just go hang out with our friends. We need to be being really careful. But the kids don't understand why that's the case. They have two extra weeks of spring break. Why can't I go spend the night with my friend? Yeah. They don't get that, especially when they're under Six the age of probably whatever. eight, I would say. They probably just don't understand. It's great so to them right now. Be patient with them because they don't understand what's going on. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, they probably understand more than you're giving them credit for. So if they have a question, just answer it in an age-appropriate fashion. But don't treat them like they're dumb. Not that I think any parents would, but just don't lose your patience with your kids right now because they're struggling just like you are. And especially with high school students, college students, you know, their whole schedule has just been totally turned upside down Dude, we don't people, know what's going to happen with graduation ceremonies yeah um harvard straight like kicked everyone out i'll yeah. completely kicked out, out everyone of the dorms yeah everyone's off campus now yeah. people aren't able to live and yeah. if they flew in if they're, they're uh, from out they're of stuck. the country or out of the state at the very least they don't like what are they doing now they're stuck and everything's you know online. and everything's online so all of a sudden they just don't they just they're very confused as well and they'll adapt because you know they're young adults but it's just confusing and stressful for them and not all of them were prepared to have jobs lined up you know what if they've got a job in the town they go to college in and they don't have anywhere to live uh, if they lived on campus they suddenly don't have anywhere to live just be patient with them as well we just need to be nicer to one another now it's not the time to be mean now is not the time to try and profit off this whole situation it's likely uh, i'm going to say it's likely temporary but i want to explain myself um viruses spin up and then just naturally go away as people as their as our immunities get better for it as we interact with it um it'll happen in another 30 or 50 years or whatever uh this stuff just happens this is likely temporary with a lot of these setbacks there are going to be a lot of I'm sure changes going forward just in terms of modern life to account for this, especially for, like I was saying, work from home and all these other policies that probably now that everyone gets a taste of what it's like, it's going to change just because the market will change in terms of demand for that sort of service. But in terms of, yes, yeah, stockpiling supplies or treating this like an apocalypse, be smart about who like the crowds that you're going and be smart about what you're doing. Make sure that you're staying clean, you're washing your hands, you're doing all the necessary things. But this is not, it's not a hurricane coming. It's not something where you need to stockpile food for weeks or, uh, yeah, toilet paper, the ridiculous meme that everyone is, is sticking with. Uh, it's just, just be smart about it. It may be a good idea to self-quarantine, it may be the better idea just to be safe and, and continue with somewhat regular life. Uh, but just be smart about it. Don't be stupid. Take this seriously. Make sure, because you can, even if you don't have symptoms, you can spread it. So be smart about it. But yeah, don't take advantage. Be nice to people. And, and I, know the symptoms. Yeah. Um, 
you know, know the differences in symptoms too, because I'm starting to get worried about people like freaking out. Like I'm actually honestly terrified. If you keep hearing me sniffle, I do not have the coronavirus. I have really horrible seasonal allergies. Every March um, and usually every October, I get sick. Like I get sick. But it's not like sick, sick. It's allergy sick. If you have yeah. allergies, you understand. You get head colds or But I'm like scared. Honestly, I'm scared to go out in public until my medicine that I take in the morning kicks in because I don't want people thinking getting mad at do. me thinking yeah. that I have the coronavirus. So know your symptoms. Allergies are usually sneezing, itchy nose, eyes, um, tickle in the back of your throat. Like I've got, like I get this is gross, sorry. Uh, but I get drainage because my nose is pretty much just nonstop running. Um, what source are you reading from, just so everyone knows? Uh, this is from, it says it's from Alive. It was posted by Ele- the 11 Alive, um, www.11alive.com slash coronavirus. Myo Clinic or whatever. Um, runny, stuffy nose, watery, red, or swollen eyes. Um, the flu, uh, you will run a fever, you'll have a cough, your entire body will ache with your muscles, you'll feel like you got hit by a car. Fatigue and weakness, chills and sweats, congestion and a sore throat, that's the flu, y'all. And you need to take precaution for that too, because the flu kills way more people than the coronavirus. Coronavirus, fever, cough, shortness of breath or difficulty breathing, and symptoms appear around two to four, day, two to 14 days after exposure. The coronavirus presents more like bronchitis or pneumonia yeah. than the flu. CDC.gov says difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, new confusion or inability to arouse, or bluish lips or face. That's that's corona. That being said, once again, be smart about as you're going about and doing your stuff because you can carry this to other people even if you don't end up showing symptoms or end up getting sick, especially if you're younger or if you are not immunocompromised but if you are a smoker if you have health issues if you are immunocompromised for any reason then be smart about what you're doing it may be smart to temporarily self-quarantine just to be just to be safe just to be sure but for those people who think oh you coughed you definitely have corona no that's no, it, no. the the coughing and, and sneezing and stuff like that that's a common symptom for so many things yeah that you can and it's march it's, y'all yeah, things are blooming to, it's Pe- wrong to assume people are allergic to things outside john and i are both very john's allergic to like almost everything outside mm-hmm. and i'm super allergic to everything that blooms in the spring like ragweed cottonwood cedarwood all that stuff um so we'll sneeze we'll have runny nose we're gonna it's gonna happen but don't you dare give me a dirty look because i'm not gonna do that to you because I'm keeping my head. Um, just relax. We'll be get nice. Through it also, just... check on your friends that are healthcare professionals. Yeah, make sure they're, they're feeling okay. even if your county doesn't have any positive uh, positive cases yet. Um, they're under a lot of stress. They're kind of just waiting for the ball to drop. Um, so check on them. Check on your fr- check on your teacher friends who now have two extra weeks of spring break. Um, you know, they, they have your kids for more time out of the week than you do some of the time. And, um, yeah, not every school has, uh, closed down. Yeah. So. But a lot of them have, and just check on them. Um, make sure they're okay. They're going to miss, if, if their school's been canceled, they're going to miss your kids. They're going to worry about your kids too. Um, and your friends that are, um, that work retail, that, that are baristas, waitresses, Provide any sort of professional service, um, you know, hairdressers, things like that. Um, they're not getting a break. And a lot of people are scheduling stuff with them now because they have extra time off and they really don't have a choice but to go into work. Be nice to them. Check on them. Um, we went, our anniversary was Thursday, our wedding anniversary. <laughs> and um, we went to dinner at Outback and nobody was there. Nobody was there. I mean, I there were part probably of that is it was a Thursday. It was a Thursday night at seven o'clock. That, yeah. But also, like, I mean, there were only like four tables besides us, so maybe five tables total. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of these waiters re- uh, rely on tips and things like that. Um, small businesses, boutique owners, things like that, store owners. Um, they count on you coming in and 
buying their stuff and all of a sudden they're not sure what they're going to do because people can't go out or don't want or are afraid to go out. So just again, yeah, we're not saying go out and no, we're not, them, but, but be nice to people, yeah. check on your friends, make sure they're doing okay. Yeah. We're not trying to guilt you into no. keeping capitalism alive and going no. and buying stuff. Like no. stay inside if you need to, but, but just think of the people who are working there yes. and make sure that they're okay. Don't get That's so wrapped up in your fear and your nerves that mm-hmm. you're not thinking about how it's affecting everybody else around you. Yeah. There's a, um, that's all I have a good uh, one of my best friends works uh, works at QT yeah and he he's been telling me that there's been uh, and he like works at a very busy QT yeah and business has picked up because gas is cheaper now because people aren't flying or going that's anywhere that's a plus and, yay and <laughs> for cheap yeah. gas but then the going, one silver lining for everyone else but then going back to like hey stuff's picking up for them and they have to they're public facing so they're he's mm-hmm. in contact with a lot of people so mm-hmm. like i'm praying for him that everything goes well and that he doesn't have any issues with anything but yep. again just keep your friends keep everyone in your yeah. in your thoughts and in your prayers and make sure you're checking in on them seeing what you can do to help out especially if you are in a position where you have more time on your hands because you're working from home or something mm-hmm. like that and you don't have to deal with a commute so the time mm-hmm. around your commutes maybe you can help out other people or mm-hmm. at the very least be just be a friend because mm-hmm. a lot of time that that's at the very least all that's needed two silver linings to this one gas is cheap two frozen two was released early on disney plus and star wars right star wars is available on digital download gotcha frozen is on disney is plus actually proper. as of yesterday it is streaming Ooh. on disney plus Ooh. three months ahead of schedule because, because of, all, of all the kids that are stuck at home now yep. so say what you want about disney that's one thing that made me happy this week because <laughs> now i can watch frozen 2 <laughs> <laughs> well jumping into it to bring some uh i hope i'm using the word levity right to bring some some uh not downer topics into this into today's episode now that we have the corona stuff out of the way we've talked about all that um take care of one another love each other it's biblical and it's just what we all agree on we should be doing anyway so be just love each nice other, man. people yeah just love each other man that's all you need to do um speaking of love that was great yeah, that we got some stuff coming out early um, mm-hmm. on Disney Plus and a couple other streaming services. I can't don't I can't rattle them all off on top of my well, head. Well, I know there are a Amazon lot of released yep. a list of things. There, well, it was kind of clickbait to us because yeah. we were like, "Yeah, we can stream this stuff, rent or buy." Yeah, but it's available and it wasn't supposed to be yeah. yet. Like or kni- Knives something. Out is way ahead of uh, yeah. schedule well, all on of Amazon these that- Digital. Yeah, that, all of these are streaming. coming out yeah. way ahead of schedule. Yeah. But you know, they're doing what they can. Um, yeah, they're doing what they can. Yeah. Um, I don't like to take the pessimistic view that this is just corporate trying to make money off of uh, people who are now in town. It's both. I think they're trying, they're still trying to make money to take, well, to take oh, care sure. of themselves. But I mean, they have a business that they have to run. Exactly. But at the same time, it, they're, I would prefer it if Knives Out was streaming on Amazon Prime. Well, yeah, duh. But, you know, it's if you haven't seen I'd it. I'd also prefer it if Knives Out was on Redbox. Watch it. If you yeah. haven't watched oh, it, so watch good. it. I think it's like 11 bucks on digital streaming or digital download or something like that from Amazon. So um, I think that's correct. At least rental is like 10 bucks or something like that. Do it. That's rent expensive it. It's great. for rental. Golly. It, uh, you say that, but then it's, think of uh, primetime movie know, tickets. I, like, I don't know. I like, I like Redbox. Where it's oh. a buck of a buck a rental oh yeah i mean i agree uh things i love from this week uh i jordan and i slightly disagree on this i love smart cars Ugh. i don't really have too much to talk about they're with so this ugly. i just oh they're so they're so dumb like that i love them. them they're just they're like a, a a half step above golf cart and they're street legal. They're great they're i just love it so dumb they're so zippy and, and weird. pointless exactly that's why i love it it's something that doesn't Ugh. need to exist, but it does, and it's great. I don't even oh. know if they get if they get great gas mileage. Like for the I money, you could probably get a better care. car, but it's fantastic. I love it. We saw what was the car that we saw today? Whenever we uh, this morning when we went to go grab coffee, Womp. there I know right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we went coffee. We got coffee. and We brought it back. We didn't. We like, did. Sit we there. did. We did. But 
what was it was like some it was an old old car oh like, i don't know what it was the like thing, a fox I, tail hanging outside yeah of it. john was like know. what are you talking i was like what and he goes i'd drive it i'd drive it i said i have nothing oh, yeah. against the old car i love classic cars i am trying to figure out why he has a fake fox tail <laughs> hanging off of his rear view mirror outside the car like <laughs> what is going on yeah. it was just really weird and his window was down and it was raining i was like get out of here it was get an outside it was an outside get out of here it was here. not intuitive didn't make sense it was weird i'd do it mm, are there no. we are there like older cars that you drive that you like lust for you'd be like oh you yeah, corvettes uh, uh let me rephrase weird old cars old cars that you would drive like, i don't what really about know what you mean what like i love el- classic cars what about an el camino I'm not a fan of El Camino. Most El Caminos I see are tan, and they're just ugly. They're I just like, ugly. If you see a good, like... I like the old caddies. Old Cadillacs? Mm-hmm. Okay. The big, heavy, steel The teal. Cadillacs. Like, if you're, again, if you're a Disney fan, think Flo from Cars. Yeah. <laughs> I love uh, that. I'd love to drive that car around. Uh, got anything? What, what happened to you this week? I don't think anything really happened to me this week. Um, uh, so there was a new single dropped. My I don't know if I've mentioned this. I think I have. My cousin is a uh, DJ. Um, he goes by either JG or Jake Gatewood. And he dropped his second single this week on all music streaming services. It's called Pull Up by, I want to get this right. By Jake Gatewood featuring Luna Luna and Zayland. Um, and I love it. It's got such a good beat. He's so talented. He's, um, like I said, this is his second single. He released one last spring and one this year. Um, so go check it out on Apple Music, Spotify. Um, again, it's called Pull Up by Jake Gatewood featuring Luna Luna and Zaylin. We've talked about maybe getting him on podcast just to talk about him yeah. or talk with him about yeah. his stuff and just about the random he's stuff. He's a cool kid. Anyway. Yeah. Kid. He's in his 20s, but he's awesome. I like so him a lot. So listen to it. I like him a lot. Listen to it. It's great. Yeah. Listen to it. It's a good song. He's very talented. Um, I don't really think anything else has like happened to me this week. Okay. Other I than, like I said, our anniversary was on Thursday. So yeah. that was pretty awesome. It was the first anniversary that we have not spent the whole day together, but it was still a good day. Yeah. It was a good day. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, it was just an odd week. Didn't have it, it was it was chill. It was spring break at the same time of all this corona stuff, so people were working from home on top of some people who were already on vacation from like this week and then also gonna be on vacation next week from taking their own trips even amidst all this stuff. And so kind of a dead week, but a couple things happened. Uh, I earlier this week had a uh, Dungeons and Dragons session, like prop, oh, yeah. like proper D and D. We went through the fifth earlier uh, this week. It was two days ago. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was Friday. Um, but it was a proper fifth edition campaign that we started, and in true D and D fashion, we all died in the first encounter in the first two and a half hours. So that ended <laughs> our first session. It was fantastic. <laughs> Uh, my, I was a wizard and my name was, let's see if I can remember it, Thresienmaga. Oh, not Usador. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to, shout out to our new favorite podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. Oh man. Yeah. Just to quickly plug that. If you like, if you like improv comedy, uh, and you are a fan of podcasts, as I would hope since you're listening to this, Hello from the Magic Tavern. It's an Earwolf podcast that earwolf like owned podcast that is uh a fantasy uh improv com a uh, uh, podcast about this guy who falls into a por- portal into a magic land and then he just interviews behind a, a burger bunch, king behind a burger king, and he he somehow still has a wi-fi signal through it and so he does a podcast from this tavern in this magical land and it's been going on for years like five years now. and we only recently found out about it and so we started watching it from the beginning love it's so it good. it's so it's so funny, funny. so uh, funny anyway there's a wizard that's that named usador yeah he's yeah. one of the co-hosts it's great played by matt young he's so funny but no i was a thresian maga there are no vowels in that name that yeah what's the uh at the end a thre- a gh oh <laughs> yeah it was t-h-r-s-n- how long did it take you to come up with that? 
YMGH, Thresian Muga. Uh, about like three minutes. I was like, I want a wizard name, but I don't want it to be like a good wizard name. <laughs> so I went with a bad wizard name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my last, mo- my last, my last name was a last name. My last name. It was molasses. It was Is that a- M apostrophe L A S T. Molass name, like milady. It was tips fedora. I was. The last name speaks in neckbeard. Laughs in neckbeard. It was Daymoon. So it was Thresian Maga Daymoon. Again. Fighter of the night moon. But no, in true D&D fashion, we all died in the first encounter and it was fantastic. That's good. That's good. Yeah. It'll probably be online going forward. Oh, yeah. That's probably for the best. Unless you all stand six feet away from each other. Yeah, seriously. But but no, that was good. Also, in other nerd news of things I've been doing this week, Call of Duty earlier this week, uh, I guess, I think it was previous week, end of the previous week, they announced that they were releasing a completely free-to-play Battle Royale mode for their most recent Call of Duty game, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Modern Call of Duty Modern Warfare is a fantastic first-person shooter that kind of re, uh, I guess, reboots um, or reimagines the Modern Warfare franchise for Call of Duty before they went back to World War II. Uh, but it's a fantastic game. Um, this was their second attempt at Battle Royale, the previous Black Ops game, which again, Black Ops series. For those of you who don't know, which is probably a majority of people who listen to this podcast, for the Call of Duty franchise, they go back and forth between two major, I guess, three publishers, um, developers and public. It's all Activision published, but three developers. There's Infinity Ward, um, and then two others. I can't remember off the top of my head. Anyway, the Black Ops series comes out every other year, and then on the, it flips between the Black Ops series and then whatever the Modern Warfare or um, Advanced Warfare and all the other all the other ones. But the Black Ops is specifically this other developer. They tried a battle royale mode. A few years back, uh, maybe two years ago, and it was semi-successful, but just was kind of odd since there's so many Battle Royale games out there, which is like Fortnite. I'll explain Battle Royale here in a moment. Uh, but they tried Battle Royale with the most recent Modern Warfare game and made it free to play this time. All the, the previous one was paid, and the base game for all the Call of Duty games you have to pay for, but this one is fantastic. Um, for those of you who do not know, a battle royale game is basically think of the movie Hunger Games, or you know, excuse the, me, the book Hunger Games. Sorry, the book Hunger Games. I'm sorry to offend. Or or the Hunger Games series by Suzanne Collins. Or the original battle royale movie that Hunger Games was even based on mm-hmm. about kids being thrust into this arena and then having to fight to the death. It's gladiator style fight to the death. Yeah. Um, Last one standing. The games. Yeah. The games um, spawned off of years ago. We were in college, so it was, it's been six, seven years or something like that uh, whenever this first game came out. One of the first survival games that came out that really spawned this stuff was uh, there's a game called Arma, which I forgot what it stands for, A-R- A-R-M-A. But it was a, mili- a tactical military shooter game. Um, shooter game. Not even an FPS because it's first or third. It's a tactics game, but you, you shoot guns in it. It's military. Uh, there was a mod for that where someone took the base game and changed some code and released their own like mode, I guess you could think of it for it, um, called Daisy, and it was a zombie survival mod. And you had to find... You start off with nothing, and you have to search this giant map around all these ruined towns for weapons and materials for you to survive there are zombies everywhere and you have to see how long you can survive you're dropped into the map with multiple people and it's really just see how long you can survive against other people as well who can get the best loot there's no real end game there's no real objective other than survive so you're playing against the game but to play against the game you have to play against other people because you're fighting for shared resources so that was that kind of spawned an entire wave of survival games of which maybe you've heard of Ark Survival Evolved or uh, the H1Z1 series uh, that Sony Online Entertainment created years some years back. Um, those games then spawned. Uh, they wanted a, a faster version of that, and the some of a, a, 
the purveyor of the original DayZ mod created something called the Survivor Games, which is that mod. It was a mod for that mod to do basically this battle royale mode in this mod. That then spawned a bunch of battle royale games like The Culling, um, Fortnite. At I was about the... to say, let's go ahead and just jump to what jump a to lot Fortnite. of people are going to know. Fortnite. Well, it's fa- For- Fortnite, as a, as a small aside, is a fascinating case study because it was originally showed off at, at uh, Apple's WWDC developer conference. It was going to be an, a Mac game, and it was a survival game. It was not a Battle Royale game. It w- there's actually a mode, if you download Fortnite, there's a separate mode you can pay for called Just Survive. That is the original Fortnite game. Fortnite is uh, actually, it's Fortnite Battle Royale. If you look up Just Fortnite, that is that original mode. But they created that mode after the popularity of these Battle Royale mods and these other battle royale games um and there are a lot of other like rings of elysium there are a lot of like, apex say, legends apex one. legends fortnite clash royale which came out of clash of clans yeah it's spawning even uh, uh what's the other one PUBG, which was player player unknowns battlegrounds player unknown was the name of the developer who created who helped create the original survivor games for daisy mod and then made his own that was basically like that PUBG. The actual PUBG game, PlayerUnknown Battle, Battlegrounds, and the mobile game are huge in um, Asian territories, more so than in America. In America, we play more Fortnite. Um, but it again, massive games. And that all culminated into uh, Call of Duty wanting to give it a shot. So now that we all know the history, Call of Duty is doing that. And um, as I'm sure you can all surmise at this point, you drop into a map with nothing except a pistol and you have to find weapons and supplies to survive until the end of the round. The round ends because uh, there's a shrinking circle that's a safe zone while this gas is coming in from the edges of the map and you're all corralled over time into a small area and the last team to survive wins. Previous to this point, my favorite one was Apex Legends. I played a little bit of Fortnite. It's a good game. I just couldn't get super into it. Um, my brother is was super into Fortnite. He still dabbles in it, but yeah, super it's into a, Fortnite. He went to the yeah. big Fortnite tournament in LA last year for a day. Mm-hmm. Not that he, he didn't play; he just hung out. But like, yeah, it's. I mean, it's a good game. I just couldn't. I. It don't, it's not a bad game. It wouldn't be successful if it was a bad game. No. It's just a, for us, it's like an eh game. Yeah. Um, I like Apex Legends a little bit more. You like Clash Royale. I do play Clash Royale um, quite a bit. But c- this Call of Duty Battle Royale, um, Warzone as it's called, is, it's really good. You can play cross-play with a console as well if you're on PC and I'm a PC player. So that's nice. You're not locked to only PC uh, PC players. Anyway, I've been playing that a little bit and it's it's fantastic so that's kind of the end of what i think i have to say on that unless i wanted to rant more about specifically what i like about the game but i'm still getting into it but i really like it um i'll play a little bit more of it this afternoon and this evening so it's pretty good some other things on the docket i got uh oh we try we've we try to jordan and i to completely switch gears um, Jordan and I like to try different drinks and just experience different things, different flavors and different tastes to see what we like. You don't know if you like something until you try it, right? Adult beverages. Adult beverages. And um, I had this thought in my head, what, like for you, Jordan, what is your difference, like in your mind, between like an adult drink versus like a college drink? You First slammed all, your leg ow, against the table. I Are just you okay? kicked the leg of the coffee table as hard as I possibly could so that hurt um secondly a college drink I don't have to look much farther or think back much farther than a shot that was very popular in my sorority um in college the four horsemen that's disgusting it is the grossest thing I've ever consumed hands down it sorry so the four horsemen are Jimmy Jimmy, Jose, Jack, Johnny. and Johnny. Um, so it's basically a quad shot. It's one part Johnny Walker. Of whatever Johnny yeah, Walker. Yeah, whatever you get Johnny your hands Walker on. you have. So um that, scotch, yeah. basically. 
uh, one shot Jose Cuervo tequila, one shot um, uh, Jack Daniels mm-hmm. whiskey, and one shot uh, Jim Beam bourbon. It's, no, it's, that's not right. Jimmy, John, Jack, Jose. Who am I missing? No, I think it's Jimmy. Yeah, that was the last one you were on. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, Jim Beam. Um, oh, my it's, God. It's vile. It is the nastiest thing. I like whiskey, but all of those are going for different flavors. And, like, specifically, they're trying to be different. And They do not them mix well. Gross. It's Ugh. the, d- like, don't. I cannot recommend that you stay farther away from it. So it's if horrid. You, so if so that's to, a college yeah. drink to get you wasted real quick and to kind of show off like, oh, look what I can drink. No, like you're not impressing anybody. It won't even put hair on your chest. You'll just die. <laughs> um, you'll want to die you'll from the flavor. Ju- the I wanted to die. Like I took it and I took it after college because I never took one in college. I took one after and immediately ran to the bathroom to throw it up. It was horrid. Um, An adult drink. um, We talked about this a little bit at dinner the other night. Um, I've always been like weirdly intimidated by martinis. Um, Martinis just seem like a very grown up drink. And we're in our late 20s and I'm still intimidated by. I like martinis. The martinis I've had have been delicious. delicious. Um, One, I'm not really a huge gin fan. Gin just seems kind of like a upturned nose, kind of stuffy drink. um, Really? To me. Um, and I'm just not really a fan of it unless it's mixed with something else. But I had a blackberry martini with dinner the other night at Outback and it was really good. But I think it's a mixture of like the fancy glass. Um, but is it something about the drink know. inherently or is it just because like all movies the, and shows have had. I think it that's be it. A, a, it's just been someone in a cocktail dress at a really nice party with tuxedos. So, and then they have martinis. so advertised, I guess, as yeah. like a high class drink that like it's like James Bond doesn't drink beer. Am I allowed to drink this? Yeah. Like, is this okay? Am I old enough to have a martini? I mean, I'm, I'm in my, I'm almost thirty. Yeah. Uh, is this okay? <laughs> and it's like it's just a freaking drink. Like, calm down. So that would be my difference, I guess. I feel like to me, any th- a college drink is something that it's either going to taste bad, but it the per- what is claw? What it's uh, ugh, it what's the purpose of it? To me, it it it's. The pur- if the purpose Something of the to get drink, you drunk real fast either for to, cheap. Well, it's either to get it, get drunk real fast or to get drunk without it tasting like alcohol. So a yeah. super sugary drink yeah, that you can hardly taste the, li- the liquor in it at all or something that, like you said, like the Four Horsemen shot where all you're trying to do is just get blitzed and that's the, o- the only objective. It's not to enjoy it. It's just to get there. To me, those two, in whatever, if those two... Um, things are part of like your intent in, in the drink, then that's like a college drink. Uh, I I personally have tended to to go toward a I guess what I would define then adult drinks. I don't like I don't like feeling drunk. I don't like feeling tipsy. I I just don't. Um, it doesn't feel good to me. In the moment, it doesn't. And then the next morning, if I'm if I do have a hanger hangover, it it definitely doesn't feel good. But uh, I I like the I like the flavor of certain alcohols certain liquors uh liqueurs uh and so i think that's what i go for and i like it like i'll have uh, one small glass of scotch in the evening and then i'm good and that's pretty much it because i like the flavor of it um and it's just a good chill time i'm not trying to drink like four horseman shots and all that stuff at home nobody should be trying to drink that ever out or at home also it's an expensive shot yeah (laughs) i'll just go ahead and throw that out there I will. I guess the then by that definition, in terms of college drinks that I do like, I guess I guess you could call a margarita that, because for the most part, it's kind of mm, you know what I mean. Some margaritas. There's cheap margaritas, and then there's like well-made margaritas. You know, it depends on the type of tequila you use, really. Yeah. If you're yeah, gonna use. Ooh, story time. In college, we uh, not we. we wanted. To... Not we, <laughs> me. Do you... Blame it on me. It's all me. So we wanted to make margaritas one night. We were very freshly 21. And we went to the local liquor shop in... Cox. In our in our college town and... K-O-C-K-S, Cox. Liquor, Cox Liquor. And um, that is the name of the liquor store. Cox. There was a... 
that we would look for the cheapest bottle of tequila that we could find because that's what we could afford. Okay, at the so time. this happened. He's making it sound like this was a regular thing. No, this, this was, was a one-time thing. We and only needed my it to dad, happen once, and we made. My dad had told me what to buy, but it was expensive, yeah. and I was on an allowance from my dad once a month because I wasn't working. I was just studying, um, and I was you, like, like, I don't didn't have time for it. You took nineteen hours a semester. Or something I like don't that, so. want to spend that much money right now. Um, and so I was like, well, I just won't get tequila. I'll, I'll see if I'll take some of this margarita mix I got. Well, it was home. tequila. Um, but so I always say impulse buy near the register, friend, very obscure, obscure friends reference. Uh, but that's really what it was. It was a $9 bottle of El Jimador tequila. Was it? Is that the was that the brand name? Yeah, I'm gonna vomit just thinking about know, it. I, it I was. Ex- it I, tasted. I thought it was El Matador. It was El Matador, not El Hemador. It was El Matador. I think you're right. It had a bowl on it. Yeah. So it must have been Matador. I'm not kidding. This was straight gasoline. It was. You could run your car on this stuff. It was gross. It smelled like gasoline. Uh, it yeah. tasted like gasoline. My mom was like, "Bring it home, and I'll try to cook with it." She couldn't even no. cook with it. They were. My parents were so disappointed. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, my dad's a big tequila guy. He goes, "What were you thinking?" I said, "I wasn't. I wasn't. I had to learn my lesson the hard way." it's still it's been years and it still makes my stomach hurt thinking about that <laughs> that was a great time but yeah no it was not <laughs> it was the was opposite funny. of a great time i i guess that i yeah i was just thinking about that this week as we were going as we were um talking to a few people at work about kind of go-to drinks and then as you and i were going to dinner just kind of what makes up an adult drink versus a college drink for us yeah because i don't nothing wrong with i guess John was big on that in college. Good, but... Like his his fraternity, younger fraternity brothers would be like, John, come drink mm. with us. Come drink with us. And John's like, no. I don't want... And they're like, what? You don't drink? You're too good to drink? He goes, no, you can't afford me. And that makes me that makes me sound like <laughs> no but listen uppity... so again we're in college right we're all on college kid budgets and so they're like what 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 do you want i mean we've got like shiner and other beers and stuff beer, yeah. john's I like good... i drink scotch like i wanted good whiskey that's what i enjoyed drinking. and they're like i didn't have the money for it either I'm exactly like, I don't go, so they're like oh i don't want to go waste my money on beer and stuff that i know i'm gonna hate exactly just to just to get buzzed at a yeah. party like no so yeah. i mean that's just what he would say to get them to calm down and leave them alone there's a shock like, factor of it. Definitely. Yeah, they were like, oh, yeah. it was really funny to watch their faces when he would say that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Don't mean to sound like a uppity up, up my nose or looking down my nose at people. Uh, uh, Upturn nose. Upturn nose. I don't know what that's from. Uptown girl. She was living in an uptown world. That's a stretch. It's the four seasons. Oh, I don't. Okay. That went over my head. I don't know. I don't know uh, that. People will get it. Okay. Glad other people would. Uh, last thing that I had that I thought might be interesting to talk about this week. Um, we talked about it briefly. I was listening to another podcast and this came up reading like an actual book versus an audio book. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Like what is for me, I'll tell you my opinion real quick and then I'll give you the floor. Uh, in my opinion, the difference between like reading a book, we're both readers. We like to read. Um, I prefer reading an actual book versus an audiobook but i don't think it's wrong to uh to read an audiobook but there's an interesting point that was made um that listening to an audiobook you're allow you're you're trusting the narrator to get across the correct uh tone and voice and and kind of help build the world for you of whatever you're reading as opposed to you relying on your internal voice to to dictate all of that um like I could, I could have a character sound completely different than an audiobook narrator would, or uh, the way something is said, which changes the tone of what the person sounds like or looks like in my mind at this moment in this book. Um, so I think there's a lot of trust in it. There are things you can miss out on in the experience uh, of that, of having to figure it out yourself. But I don't think it's wrong. How, however you get the, however you get the book, you know. It's like a difference between a plot and a story. You definitely still get the plot no matter what. Meaning you you hear, this happens here, this character went over here and did this one thing, um, but the story may seem a little bit different to you. You get the same story, but the story being like they they did this because they felt this way and these other things were happening in the area and, and the what's happening around 
the plot points um, can change. What do you think? So the way I see it, an audiobook is no different than, I mean, in elementary school, did your teacher never read you a book out loud, like after lunch, ever have like out loud reading time? I don't remember. I mean, mine did. Yeah. Like the very first time I was introduced to the book, the classic book, <laughs> The Hatchet. Everybody I knows Hatchet, Hatchet, right? I love Hatchet. It, Hatchet. I'm sorry, not The Hatchet. But everybody knows Hatchet. Everybody in our generation at least knows Hatchet mm-hmm. and probably loves it because it's a great book. Um, but the first time I was introduced to Hatchet, my fourth grade teacher, Mrs. McGee, read it out loud to us. She read us that book. However, after that point, if anybody had asked me, have you read The Hatchet? I'd say yes. Yeah. Because and even though I didn't take in the book with my own eyes, Mrs. McGee reading it to us... I mean, I I still got the, to your point, I got the story. Yeah. Now for me, I prefer, and a lot of people I know like audiobooks, like for commutes and stuff. I'm not going to listen to a book on a commute. I listen to either podcasts or music in the car, but I'm definitely not going to condemn somebody that wants an audiobook because, I mean, I totally get it. Especially while they're working Um, out too. Some people run the audiobooks. Yeah. And, and, you know, an audiobook would probably be better for me because at least I could still take in a book in the car because I get really car sick if I read in the car. Yeah. Um, But to that point, I just don't read in the car. (laughs) I just listen to music or now um, over the past couple months, I listen to podcasts. Yeah. Um, I will always personally prefer a paper book over an audiobook or an ebook. Um I'm not a fan of Kindles. I mean, I get Kindles and other tablets, um, nooks, things like that. I yeah. get it. It's just not for me. I prefer to have the real life paper book in my hands. I still love to go to Barnes and Noble or other bookstores and just soak it all in. Yeah. But again, I'm not gonna condemn people. One of my best friends who's also an avid reader, um, she has a Kindle and she likes that she can just order book or get placed on a waiting list for a book and not have to go anywhere to get it. However, she also has a library card. Or doing the on- online library stuff. I wish. Yeah. Yeah. That's something I wish I would do or that we would do. Um, well, the library that I'm a member of does ebooks. Yeah. They will rent out ebooks. But again, my personal preference is to have a paper book. I take it in better that yeah. way. Would you, do you actively turn away from, like if, if, if I had a book that you wanted to read, and, but it was only in EPUB form, so we'd be using our iPads for it, would you say, no, I don't want to read that until it's available in a physical form? Probably. Interesting. And okay. I'm not saying that's the right thing. That's just me. Yeah, it's just personal preference. I, I think I would. I'm okay with reading stuff online. I also prefer a physical book. I get distracted more. But I can more. definitely, I can read something on my iPad or something like that. I get distracted more. That's fair. Yeah. By the um, notifications on the top and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. So that's just me. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Okay. Well, do we have icebreaker question or something to to yeah. hit icebreaker and endbreaker uh, ice former something for the end yeah. of here? I think we're I think we're um, coming to, to coming to the end. Well, a couple of other things. One, happy early St. Patrick's Day. Oh yeah, we got uh, Irish Saint, music. We do. St. Patrick's Day is on Tuesday. This coming Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um Anybody who's interested um, or just wants to hear some stuff, I you can follow me on Apple Apple Music at Audio Aesthetics A U D I O A E S T H E T I C S, and I have a St. Patrick's Day playlist if you want to listen to it. Um, it's also going to be featured on the blog this week. A couple of songs from it. It's really cool. You have a lot of Irish folk music. You have New Age. Just a uh, uh, ireland based or irish bands um on there it's a lot of cool stuff a lot of stuff i love you through flogging molly on there and i'm a fan of them so i was <laughs> well, happy on the, about that on the blog this week we're gonna i'm gonna be featuring uh corb folk macklemore and ryan lewis flogging molly firkin gaelic storm steve earl and dropkick murphy's so there's gonna be a decent mix on there but that's just a small sampling again you can follow me on apple music at audio aesthetics for the entire full playlist did you Um, choose uh the rover as one of your songs i didn't the rover by um the tossers has been stuck in my head it's on the playlist (laughs) but it's been stuck in my head for like a week and a half now so there's that um so ending question if you could live in any sitcom which one would it be interesting 
Do you have an answer that you can talk about before? Well, yeah, um, I'm, I'm stuck between two. I would either want to live in friends or in parks and recreation. Why? Why specifically those two? And then like, what about it between? Well, those are are, two of my favorite. Well, I guess, let me, let me ask, is this like sitcom and when we say live in a sitcom, are you living with the main characters and you're engaged in that group or is it just the world of that sitcom? This just says if you could live in any sitcom. So I'm assuming you're living in the setting of the sitcom. So like with the main characters. In the I thing. would assume okay. that's what it means. So if you had to that's join going a to be my inter- interpretation. And I would that's still the say of the question. Okay. I would still say friends or parks and rec. Okay. Why? I don't know. Um, I think they're the most. I'd say I've, I'd say I've got like four favorite sitcoms. Probably, and those would be Friends, Big Bang Theory, The Office, and Parks and Rec. Um, and of those four, the two that I chose, Friends and Parks and Rec, it's probably the most, I'm going to say positive environments to be in. Um, I don't know. Friends can be kind of negative to one another. It can be, but yeah. at the same time, like but they, still they, love each other they all still love each other. They just, I mean, they act like... They act like a big group of siblings to me. Like they all know each other so well and they're all like on top of each other all the time. So they know what buttons to push for each friend, you know. But one thing I always loved about Friends is how um, it wasn't just about one or two characters. All six of them were so important and all six of them did stuff. They were always like either paired off or in threes or something. Very rarely was a character centered on with something by themselves. Sometimes it would happen. Um, but they were all very, they were all there for each other. I mean, that's part of the theme song. I'll be there for you. But like they were all just there for each other for good stuff and for bad stuff. And they still chose each other over anything else that was going on. Yeah. Through. Yeah. Cause they were each other's family, you know? Um, and then Parks and Rec again. Um, it's a positive work environment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they all care very deeply about each other. Um, it would just be, not that Pawnee would be a good town to live in, in my opinion, which Amy Poehler just probably felt a disturbance in the forest, <laughs> even though Pawnee's not real. But um, I don't know. That that just seems like a, a good, I mean, that's that's the type of work environment I've always wanted to be a part of, where everybody gets along um, everybody has differing opinions, but everybody respects each other's opinions, except Jerry. Um, <laughs> also, God, I've talked about this with you and with a couple of other friends. I am so upset that both The Office and the and that Parks and Rec are not on right now, because those would be the funniest coronavirus TV shows <laughs> ever. I both of them would be so golden. I wonder how many people would choose The Office or something like that to live in. Let me just lift, list off a few... Let's see. Popular American sitcoms, Friends, Seinfeld, Cheers, The Simpsons, Arrested Development. I would never live in Arrested <laughs> Development. All in the Family, Frasier, I Love Lucy, um, The Cosby Show, Fresh Prince, 30 Rock, The Office, Friend, I got Friends I already said, Will and Grace, Roseanne, Modern Family, Home Improvement, Happy Days, Full House, Blackish, Scrubs. I guess Scrubs is a yeah, it's a, a sitcom? sitcom. Family Guy. No. <laughs> Curb Your Enthusiasm. Malcolm in the Middle. Also would never live in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, I love It's Always the Sunny. The most yeah, toxic environment I, of them all. As much as I, that's probably my favorite sitcom of all time, but I, I would not live in that. Well, what no, would you 100%. live in, John? That's oh, the good. question. It, I it, the question deflect. was not for you to list off a bunch of them as though our our listeners can act, uh, participate in this conversation with us live. I'm asking you right now, what sitcom would you live in and why? Oh, man. I know. I was trying to deflect because I didn't want to answer the question Too because I don't know. bad. I think I'd do Parks and Rec. Okay. I think I'd go Parks and Rec. Just, yeah, they're all super positive people. Um, yeah. The the comedy vibes with me well, so I, I know I'd enjoy my time there. Um, and they all end up helping one another. They're still there. I find it more positive. Um, and healthy relationships in that show than in Friends sometimes. Um, not all the time, but 
sometimes. So I, I, I don't know. I think that one. Yeah. Because they, they're not always in the best situation, but they're doing well. Like ever in friends, um, everyone is doing well for themselves, except for Rachel at points. Well, right? no, I mean, all of them, that's part of the beauty of it is that all of them have something bad happen to them at least once. Like, um, Rachel not only gets cut off from her very rich dad, but um, she basically has to build herself up from bottom to top. Yeah. She has an unplanned pregnancy. Um, lots of emotional relationship turmoil stuff that she sure. gets herself into. I don't remember um, anything about all these characters. So if you're Monica, I, w- I rewatch. <laughs> I rewatch Friends at least once a year, all the way through. So um, Monica loses a job, loses a very high paying job over a stupid mistake and um, is unemployed for several months and takes a job of a kind of degrading job just so she can have a paycheck before getting her other Mm -hmm. before getting to be the owner, not the owner, but a head, a head waitress. Yeah. No, she becomes the chef, like the head chef later on. Isn't that what a sous chef is? No, sous chef is like second in command. Oh, okay. Head chef is the first. Gotcha. Um, Phoebe also gets fired. Yeah. Um, and she goes through periods of unemployment as well. Okay. Um, okay. Ross basically has a, a lot of people don't like Ross. I am fascinated by Ross to watch him go from being like the golden child to literally having a mental breakdown. Yeah. Basically. Um, I'm fine. He's got depression. Um, right? Yeah, I think he does. Yeah. Uh, Joey is very, lots of times out of work um you know he gets very kind of publicly humiliatingly fired off of days of our lives for a stupid mistake he made um chandler quits a job that he was miserable at and is unemployed for a while and basically has to rebuild himself up towards the end of the series to something he actually wanted to do so yeah they all at some point are in not very good places emotionally or mentally or personally or whatever but the friends are always there nobody turns their back on anybody you know as soon as they watch joey's episode where he even says i was hoping nobody would find out i got fired um you're on a soap opera sweetheart i know that's the point (laughs) of joey but like they immediately even though he won't answer their phone calls they immediately go to his apartment and are like dude why didn't you tell us so that we could help you Mm -hmm. Things like that, you know, and like Ross gets kicked out of his apartment after saying Rachel's name at he and Emily's wedding. And Chandler and Joey are like, just live with us. And they want to kill him very shortly afterwards because he's a horrible roommate. But they're like, just come live with us. It's fine. Like, don't worry about it. So they're all there for each other when they don't have anywhere else to go. Fair enough. Perhaps it was unfair of me to say that they didn't go through hardships, but I guess my... For me, Parks and Rec just hits. It just it just hits different. Like I know that's are, fine. There are people. All the characters remind me of somebody that I actually know. Yeah. And so it, it feels very familiar, very comfortable, and it's such a positive. Environment We're allowed to have to, different opinions, John. No, I know. I'm just I'm th- I'm still thinking through mine. You know what I mean? That's still, fair. Still giving it thought. That's fair. Making sure I actually agree with my decision. I think I do. I think I do Parks and Rec. Okay. Good. It's interesting. Good. That was a good question. Yeah. All right. Um, if you would like to send in what popular sitcom you would like to be a part of, where should they send that uh, feedback? I can't believe I haven't done this the whole episode. Open seating podcast at podcast singular. I'm sorry. Open seating podcast at gmail.com. That's open seating podcast at gmail.com. And yeah. again, the question is if you could live in a sitcom, any sitcom, what would it be and why? Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening this week. Uh, be safe out there. Make sure you're washing your hands. Be safe inside. Stay inside as much as you can if you have to go out. I mean, we get we cabin fever, coffee, but, but like, don't be stupid about it. Yeah. Like, you're not being a hero by going out and continuing to live your life like normal. Because, mm-hmm. again, even if. I mean, you could have the virus and not be showing symptoms and you could pass it to somebody that it could really seriously harm. Yeah. So be smart and When safe. you go out, limit your interactions. Make sure like when I, you're, you don't need to necessarily be checked in 24-7. Right. Especially if you're not around uh, um, those who are at risk and if you're not showing symptoms yourselves. But be safe. 
wash your hands, be careful, limit whenever you do go out on what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, Stay in contact with your friends and family. You know, there is such a thing as talking on the phone and FaceTime. Text all your friends. I've been texting my nurse friends today just to make sure that they're okay and they're they're not going totally nuts. Um, and uh, when you're washing your hands, just be aware that the first verse of I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys is about 20 seconds long. So Perfect. It's and so is that, the chorus of Barbie Girl by Aqua. Those are the same songs I sing to make sure that I'm uh, soaping up enough when I'm in the shower. Thanks again for everyone who uh, listened this week. Be safe and bye. 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 Again, we didn't have Moxie.